Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Welcome to Elijah Streams. I'm Steve Schultz, host of Elijah Streams and founder along with my wife of ElijahList.com. Welcome to the broadcast. It's going to be a profound, amazing, fun, uh, serious, but also fun. <laughs> How do you have them both that you do? Um, uh, week. Let me just tell, I'll tell you in a second uh, who the guests are. Of course, Mel Kay is today, and we're so excited to have her. Uh, but before we do that, if you'll indulge us just for a few minutes to watch uh, uh, a little promo we do on the wells that we're digging. We are digging a fresh water well in Uganda every five days. And that's because you're, you, you are supporting it. You're sowing into it. We're using your funds to do that. And so God will bless you. By the way, that scripture is um, Mark 9.21. It says, listen to the truth that I speak. Whoever gives you, a, whoever gives a cup of, of water because you carry the name of Christ will never lose his reward. That's kind of, a, I'm not sure which version that is. Um, but uh, there's one, another one says, whoever gives so much as a cup of cold water to one of these is, uh, will never lose their reward. So very, very good. Let's watch this uh, promo on the wells. Go for it. Clean drinking water. Something most of us don't think twice about. But many people in Uganda don't have that luxury. You are helping to change that. Your generous giving to Elijah Streams has translated into clean water for thousands. But it's more than just numbers. It's about people. For instance, Joseph. Joseph and children like him walk for miles for water. Some can walk up to two to three hours a day. The problem? The water they work so hard to collect comes from dirty ponds, swamps, and rivers. It's contaminated and dirty. But when there aren't any other options, what choice do you have? See this pond? Joseph, who doesn't know how to swim, fell in. It was early morning and dark. Thankfully, his brother was with him collecting water that day and saved his life. You've given him and his family a new water well that's close by. There are so many more stories like Joseph, like Joy, Jacob, Safina, Teddy, and Matthew. You are helping to solve a huge crisis. Water changes lives. Together, we can continue to bring clean water to more families in Uganda. Would you join us? That is just amazing. I, I misstated it a minute, a minute ago where I said we are digging one well every five days. You are digging one well every five days. Anything you send, whether it's a dollar or any other figure, you're, you're contributing to the wells that, uh, that you're seeing. And every five days, we put a new one out. Hundreds. Well, uh, Mike, um, Mike and Lori were on. He said thousands and thousands and thousands have now been benefited from the fresh water. We have no idea what, it, what it's like to not have fresh water. So that's just an amazing thing. You saw the address there. We thank you so much for donating to that. So I, now let me just quickly tell you before we bring Mel Kay on, who our guests are. Of course, Mel Kay is today. Tomorrow is Johnny. It's going to be a great week. Tomorrow is Johnny Enloe. Wednesday is Kat. And now Thursday, special, special, special guest, 
uh, in Eric Trump, pr the president's son, Eric Trump. Eric is the one that runs all of the businesses uh, of the Trump organization. And so he will be our guest along with Clay Clark that day. It's going to be simply amazing. We're very, very honored to have him. Please let your friends and family know. I'm going to have to silence that. Uh, and then on Friday, we also have uh, um, secret guests for security reasons. Um, if you remember, I said last week, uh, do not miss a thing. Do not miss the next broadcast or one of the broadcasts. We can't tell you who it is. But for security reasons, we can't say the name uh, because he doesn't have 24-7 uh, security, let's say, like Eric Trump. So um, if you remember who that guest was, you'll, you'll know that he will be on Friday. So it's going to be a barn burner week, if I can put it that way. And so do not miss this week. Let your friends and family know. And, of course, we're only on Rumble um, this week because we got a ding. Um, YouTube went back in time, found something a year to a year and a half ago and said, you shouldn't have said this about the election, and they cut us off for a week. It's basically, can I just say this? That's an evil activity. They were even making a lot of money from us because they pay us a certain amount for viewers, and they cut themselves off because that was more important for for them to have the narrative that they wanted uh, rather than us telling the truth. So, all right, I think that's it. So without further ado, let's, uh, let's, we're going into Prophets and Patriots right now. So here we go. Good morning. It's, I guess it's afternoon for you, Mel. Yeah. How you doing? It's so I love doing this show. I think you guys are so great. You're amazing. And I have to tell you something. We had an excellent event in upstate New York, and dozens of people uh, told me how much they love our shows together, how much they're wow. they found me on Elijah's stream. So thank you. And uh, it was just one after another at my meet and greet of people saying that how much they love you and the show and wow. me being on the show. So I, I really want to thank you and let you know you have such amazing, amazing uh, audience and uh, everywhere I go I meet them it's very Thank exciting. You. that's very nice of you. yeah they, we are certainly the Patriots we don't we don't wear that on our sleeve I mean the closest thing we say to Patriots is the name of the show we're, we're saying it's <laughs> prophets of Patriots but we don't talk about that a lot but we are I mean we would all wear the like the flag you have on your hat I mean that's who our people are so yeah anyway we seem to address for uh success today we each have our jean shirts on <laughs> yeah, <that's my> <laughs> I, had, I know it's easy I had no idea you were going to wear a jean shirt, and I've never worn one on this show, but I know, I'm going to wear a jean shirt today, so, <laughs> so there you go. Well, well listen, um, you. I want two things from you before you get into the main content you have prepared, and one is, I know you're a friend of the Trump family, a personal friend. I want you to talk about your history with them, and then go into the uh, raid that happened and what your thoughts are about that, and then, then whatever else you got, so jump into it. Yeah, well, my parents uh, live in, lived in Palm Beach for 30 years, so uh, I, um, I actually worked <laughs> at, all over the, the, uh, the town of Palm Beach, but I also worked at Mar-a-Lago uh, when I was in college. I'd come wow. home and I'd make money to go back, and that was uh, one of the places that I worked, and uh, it was really amazing to me. What, what's been really, I think, the hardest thing for me to watch over the last six years now is... Uh, the complete and total fraud that is the presentation of Donald Trump and his family personally 
because personally, when I was younger, I mean, how would I know he was ever going to be president or this and that? I was very honored to work at Mar-a-Lago, first and foremost. Because, wow. And I know you're having on Eric, but I've been to a lot of Trump's properties all over the world, everywhere. He is such a meticulous, amazing uh, designer and architect. And his, his properties are five star on every level. And um, there's a couple things that I really noticed working there. I, I, I was at the front, so I'd make sure people were, that were coming in were supposed to be there. Or if he wasn't in town but was coming in, there was a lot of preparation. It's also his home, but it's also a private club half the year. And uh, I, I really have to tell people, people love working for Donald Trump, uh, especially at Mar-a-Lago. But at a lot of his uh, locations, people were there for years. It's uh, it, the, the club is not year round. So a lot of these people leave and come back. They're very loyal. And um, another thing that, that I noticed when I was working there is that he not only knew everyone's names and uh, really? would know their birthdays and, and all of that. Really? Yeah, but he would he treated everyone from the valets loved him, the gardeners, the, the executives, I was at concierge desk. It is it is like a family working there and he treats everyone very, very well. And, and talks to everyone, makes eye contact. When he asks you how your day is or what's going on, he, he's actually interested. It's not just a, uh, a thing. But also when he's doing, I noticed when I was there, I, it was a long time ago because, you know, I'm, I'm old now. But uh, when I was young there, and it was at the time um, that I worked there, uh, him and Melania were engaged. They were not yet married. So that's awesome. how long ago it was. Wow. But um, Ivana was there all the time, too. And they had a really good relationship. You mean Her his, for, his former wife was there as well. Yeah. <laughs> He's friends no, with his exactly. former wives. Yeah, but all I thought then, and I'm just telling you what I observed then, being in their private home, watching them act as private people, is that this family loves each other so much, but they're all like that. They're all like class acts. They, they're all friendly. And and when, when Ivana talks to you or Ivanka or Eric or... Uh, you know, Don Jr. or whatever, they talk to you with such respect, like you're their equal. Like these are wow. not elitist snobs at all. They are there. And I always thought that because I'm older than them. But um, when I was at NYU, I also crossed paths with both uh, Ivanka and her future husband, Jared. And uh, every time that I've seen Ivanka in my whole life, she has been one of the nicest, most down to earth people. You would never know in a million years that she was her if you didn't know. Because you would think that it was something else. And like I said, the family was so close. I mean, Tiffany was a little girl when I was there, really little. But also her, uh, her, fa her, she was treated as everyone else, like with so much love and, and respect. And, and I, you know, I just That's really amazing. have to say uh, the one thing I want. And also, you know, I saw them go to church <laughs> every week. You did? Yeah. So it's like once they started this thing, I'm sitting there like, Man. What I walked away from there as was thinking, God, this family really loves each other so much. Like they, Trump didn't go out on the scene. That was a big thing. And and, and he I was there around the time. And I know a couple of the girls that were involved with the Epstein case down there um, where he kicked them out. Epstein and, uh, and I had heard that he had kicked Epstein out. Because yeah, when he learned. And uh, I knew I knew the chief of police in, in Palm Beach Island and. I mean, it's a very small <laughs> island, and you know everyone if you live there at all for any period of time. And uh, you know, he was—he 
people until he ran for president, just like in Hollywood that I found too, crossing paths with him several times out there, is people love loved him. And uh and once he ran for president, it was like overnight all these people turned on him, but he's done so much. It's it's really painful because I'm in New York City to watch what Letitia James and de Blasio and all these people say. What Trump did for New York City. And it, look, I, I I know a lot of people in the mob, too. So I know, well, I know what they did, too, in do. the 80s. So what I'm saying is uh, what Trump did for New York City is amazing. He he built half the city and most of the like the, the plaza and in Trump Tower. And and it's just it's really been sad to watch the the, the ice skating rinks, how how um, the corrupt politicians in New York uh, also turned on Trump when I believe Trump did so much good for New York City and uh, deserves a great debt of gratitude from we the people of New York City. Uh, but they've spent now a lot of our taxpayer dollars trying to chase him down and witch hunt him. And uh, they found nothing to date. And now it's like the desperate act of last week and the raid is just mind blowing to people that understand how much of our taxpayer dollars, Letitia James and before her, uh, Cy Vance and our, our federal DOJ, FBI, how much they've wasted to go after a man they can't find anything criminal on. If they found it, they would have done something with it. They can't find anything. So they keep inventing different stuff. And and the one thing that I, I know you have Eric coming on and I, I see him now at the events. This guy, he shakes everyone's hand. He really feels like we're in it together with him and his family. And I, I just want people to understand way before he even talked about running for president, though people should know it was he started talking about it in 2012 that I heard of, but I think he was talking about it way before that. And people were talking about it. There's even um, JFK Jr. Once there is a quote where he said they were good friends, you know, and where he said, um, you know, that Trump would be a great president someday. And all the all many times through the years. And I'll tell you why. A, we needed a CEO to clean it out. But B, and more important, is he's a perfectionist. He really is. And and like I said, he treated the gardener and the, the chef and the cooks and the cleaners exactly the same way as he treated $100,000, you know, uh, members of the club or executives. I, I sat with his uh, butler, who was also the house historian. And I'll, I'll just tell you, um, he he was he's beloved by people that are work for him. And the beauty of his family is, is shocking if you don't know. But when you see it inside, you think, God, you know, I know about families that love each other. But these people, all they want to do is hang out with each other. <laughs> so it's great. But what they've done to that family is should should make us all really upset. And is there are there any other thoughts you have about uh, the raid and how they're responding? And I, I don't even know what to ask you. Anything? Yeah. Well, my feeling, I was actually at that amazing event this weekend, and I suggest everyone go to any events you can go to where you're going to yeah. be around like-minded patriots. But um, I, I got to talk to a couple people, including Cash Patel, who knows a lot. And what we do know is that, A, a lot of the same FBI agents that were involved in the Russia Gate, you know, this is there's the four people at the top of the FBI that have been complicit in this witch hunt. Uh, against Trump, but it's not against Trump. It's against all of us that voted for Trump. And, and we have to keep that in mind. Um, stopping Trump is about stopping the people that want this country to remain the United States of America, free right. borders, language and culture and a, and a future that we can be proud of, not a globalist controlled 
totalitarian regime, which is where they're going. But um, my thoughts on the raid are everything was declassified. Merrick Garland uh, is complicit here. I do believe that uh, we should impeach him. But the truth of the matter is, as long as the criminals are running the investigations in D.C., nothing's going to change. So, you know, what we are seeing is uh, that every American citizen should know that what happened to Donald Trump, it's also happened to Project Veritas. It's happened to Roger Stone. It's happened to a handful of other people involved with Trump. Um, they're taking phones. What they're doing is so illegal. Uh, but I truly believe that they're not. The D.C. swamp now that is a captured, you know, I think it's it's no longer our, our government. It is a captured globalist oligarchy over there. They don't care about the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, any of that. And I, I have a feeling it's also because uh, we've somehow allowed D.C. to get along as a vassal state in America for a very long time. And their their judicial DOJ, FBI, you know, the guy running the CIA now, Obama, they're all Obama people back in there. So what we've learned since Obama is that Obama was a globalist. He's, he was putting the global goals of Agenda 2030 and the Great Reset and the World Economic Forum and Yuval Noah Harari, who Obama openly supported. He Actually, he's the first time I ever heard of him was Obama recommending his book about the demise of humanity. But, um, you know, now we have to realize all of Obama's people are back in there and they are not, they are globalists. They are, they are 100% on board with the World Economic Forum plan, 2030 with the UN, all of it. And, uh, wow. and their issue is Donald Trump because Donald Trump started to dismantle that, which is why I believe it went from Agenda 21 to Agenda 2030, because they needed uh, to, to rebuild everything that Trump was trying to dismantle, which they were putting in place for the globalist puppet masters and bankers that they work for, basically. And uh, Trump really did a lot of damage in a very short time that was really beneficial for America and quite frankly, for all the countries in the world that are now captured entities. And, uh, what I do believe is whatever they're looking for there is something about them because uh, he declassified everything. Listen, we never, Obama packed up all of his papers, took them to Chicago to be digitized and it still has not happened. Nobody said there's Obama something like 30 million pages or so, the papers yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Where's the raid on his compound? Yeah, and don't forget, he also, very sneaky, Right when he got into office, one of his first executive orders was to seal all of his previous documents. So everything on Obama is a, is a mystery by design. And the FBI and DOJ and whoever's behind the scenes manipulating everything did that by design. But again, we have Hillary Clinton, who also had the 33,000 emails, but so much worse. The whole Benghazi story, I've done a lot of deep dives on, on what really happened in Libya, very complicit. What the Clinton Global Initiative, it's very shady, lots of money laundering. Don't forget the biggest donor to the Clinton Global Initiative was the country of Ukraine. You know? Really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and we have to also remember, a lot of people don't know this, but what also was on her server was a uh, special access program. And uh, when people were going that got some of the emails, and don't forget a lot of Hillary's emails were also on Wiener's laptop because... Uma Abedin sent them to herself. So none of that has been revealed. And yet they have nothing on Trump. Go raid his personal home. I'm told that they went through Melania's clothes, her drawers, every, why, why would they do, it's such a violation. And uh, 
nothing's there that, <laughs> that they, let's well, try it's to almost like they're attempting they to cause stress or distress or trauma that they would go through her clothes. They know she's not hiding something in her clothes. They're, they're trying to hurt her. If I can just say that, you know. Yeah. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button. One of the really complicit propagandists out there for the last five years, who should certainly be looked at, especially her relationship with the Podesta brothers, is Maggie Haberman, who just wrote a book and put a put some ridiculous... Listen, again, when I work there, these guys run hotels that are five-star all over the world. She puts out something that Trump I love how they make him seem dumb. He's so smart and it's so with it and witty and quick. Like it's, it's only, it's laughable. They put out here that he like ripped up papers and threw them in the toilet. And I'm well, thinking this guy, he's a, he knows plumbing. He's well, not- I, you know what? I, maybe it's, maybe there are different pictures floating around, but I pardon the pun floating, but I mean, <laughs> I saw the photo of some, something he supposedly put in the toilet and it's like this big with some ink on it. And it's like, that's what <laughs> that doesn't even pass the. I mean, like, and, the, and some of these journalists, I mean, listen, we're at a point, and I said it this weekend. The journalists know that they're lying to the people. They're lying about the Inflation Reduction Act, which does neither. I mean, it's like the, 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 it's the Build Back Better bill, folks. Yeah. They, they, they put it aside for a while. Um, Mansion and Cinema seemed to me like maybe they were in on, on delaying it until they were ready to just drop it on us and we'd have no choice, which is what happened. It's the Build Back Better bill. It's the Globalist bill. It's the End of America bill. Did both but, Mansion, M- Mansion, and Cinema vote for it finally? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Mansion's uh, whatever. I, I have a feeling Mansion uh, made some kind of something happen with Mansion. Is all I'm saying. But the people of West Virginia should be very unhappy with the situation um, because uh, the truth is about as we discussed last show about fossil fuels is um, there's better ways to do it, probably cleaner and healthier and better for the environment. But getting rid of fossil fuels and the whole carbon thing is, it's all about them um, making money and and taking away all of our ability for natural resources. You are doing that amazing thing with the wells in Africa. Well, I gotta tell you, the American, um, this group, this this globalist group, but these public-private partnerships and the banking uh, cabal, they're all, you know, basically have usurped our government and our country. They're the ones that are going down to Africa and to South America and to everywhere around and um, in cahoots with the IMF and everyone else. And they t- these countries, especially in, in Africa, they have so many natural resources. And the big bank at the top, the international settlements, is sitting on so much money that every country on this planet should be able to put their country, their people first. America, totally. Every country should be that country first and they should be able to capitalize on their own resources have their own workers from their own countries working in their own own places where they actually care about the people a lot of the globalists that go into these nations and put them in debt slavery and take their resources that's why the water is all is you know it's them the same people that want us to put their our money 150 trillion is what it's estimated that these people are going to make over their climate stuff none of it really proven but a lot of this stuff could be so easily, we have the technology, we have the money, we have the resources, we have the ability to have every country on this planet thriving and, and sustaining itself. 
the sustainable goals and the agenda 2030, it is for the banking cabal to control all of it, including our country. So, you know, don't, um, you know, underestimate what you're doing uh, with those wells. And we can do that everywhere. And we should be able to do that everywhere because the only reason it's not happening is because it doesn't benefit the global banking right. cabal. That's true. You know, and I was in, we were in uh, Nigeria 20 years ago. I don't think I want to go back because of the, the whole thing, but the abject poverty. We were in Port Harcourt, if I'm remembering the name right. And there was this massive oil installation with uh, offices uh, or buildings. I don't know if offices, but you see these big old institutional buildings. But on the side of the fence that we were on, it was abject poverty. We, I remember driving around and we're seeing, here's a woman peeing by the side of the road. There are yeah. all these, there's a few places where you could get water. And on the building, someone spray painted, don't pee here. This was in multiple places. It would say, don't be here because this is what you did in this country. Right. Uh, the, the, the poverty. And I thought, and, and I remember hearing about, of course, there was some corruption in, on uh, the Nigerian side as well, because they were taking payoffs in order to make it like this. So that's how they, they do they, it. Yeah, that's how they do it. They, they know who to pay. Right. You know, so anyway, it was horrible. It was a huge education about it. this is what happens if you have multiple multiple billions of dollars and you don't care about the people it was a yeah. horrible lesson and what you're saying too you know all those natural resources all over africa and south america are, have been usurped by the by the international empire of, of the, the same world economic forum folks the bankers and the and and they've gone in with the imf and the world bank and all of this they they do the same debt slavery model we're all under and uh, next thing you know they're natural resources that should be controlled and going back into the pockets of that whatever nation it is are completely stolen. And then they have a huge child trafficking, child labor problem there with all of these mines and mining there where they're using like they, they don't they don't this. But this is the elite mentality of this group where, you know, it's the Club of Rome. It doesn't matter. Those natural resources in their minds belong to them no, no matter where they are on the planet, which is what we're dealing with right now in real time is them trying to solidify total control over all natural resources, natural, everything, um, including our, our lives and our money. But, you know, we, we watched it for decades, I think in Africa, like think back to, we are the world and feeding yeah. Ethiopia. Yeah. You well, think of such good Ethiopia. warm feelings we were for the people, all these warm feelings, all that money. I wonder where it really went <laughs> to them, you know? Uh, yeah. And to the end to them, um, exploiting the resources in those nations and it's still going on. And, you know, the only way out out of where we are, because like it's it's easier for I guess we are looking at it as America. But I believe that we are in a geopolitical situation and that the enemy is very obvious and they don't you know. And like I say, there's probably three thousand at the top and then probably a million people that work for these people. And then there's seven billion of us. So as long as we keep giving them authority or allowing groups like World Health Organization, World Economic Forum, UN, all the people that Trump was trying to knock off, NATO, mm -hmm. Paris Climate Accords, as long as we continue to act like they have any authority over any of us or any of our nations, they're going to take as much as they can, as fast as they can, which is what's happening now. And um, we really have to mm -hmm. be aware that the whole world could be functioning in a non-war, which is, makes them money, war is about money. Uh, a non-combative, a cooperative, uh, because most of humanity is living by, you know, the Ten Commandments, the 
do unto mm -hmm. other golden rule. I mean, that's mm -hmm. the majority of humans, you know, the, the God given inalienable rights. But, you know, this group has all that, like Trump said, there's an invisible enemy. Everyone at the time when he said it was thinking he was talking about COVID, which is all going to come back to the same people. Yeah, we did. But, That's you know, they have their own military, NATO. It's a one world military. If people aren't getting that at this point, they have their they want their one world bank with the central bank digital currency. They just announced that they're uh, going full speed ahead. They want their one world government, you know, out of Davos. But it's really bigger than that. And uh, they want this this one world benevolent AI religion. <laughs> it, it's like laughable because it's so arrogant how they put it out there and and what expect humanity and people of god to just say okay but the truth is as always all the way back to the french revolution but probably back to the babylon babylonian times yeah it is these same people that caused the problem in america and everywhere we're in a controlled demolition of america from all angles right now inside and out players but it's going on all over the world in every country that is has somebody tied to the World Economic Forum, IMF, whatever, running their country, um, ours especially. But what's happening is that they are um, they're at a place where they are just going full steam ahead with the Great Reset, Agenda 2030, and they don't seem to think that we will stop it. And I think, you know, even from what I saw this weekend, um, there was another event. Uh, with patriots in arizona ours in new york they're happening all over the country and i think people are really waking up and saying you don't have authority in america Can I ask you let me ask you this i hear different reports or different opinions one is that they're frightened to death because they see us coming and they're scared to death the other one is they think they've won that's why they're moving so fast so what which is it Let's say, let's say just in the United States, do they think they won or are they scared to death because they see us coming? I think that they have no other choice but to act as if they won. You know, there's there's like when I was younger and I was uh, in Hollywood or I studied acting, there was like always this thing in acting school, which is like act as if, you know, or even when you're trying to make it as a young kid in, in anything. I remember my dad would even say, act as if you're already where you're headed. You know, if you act as if. You know, that's something they're acting as if I believe that they are. Listen, they're cracking down um, across the board. And don't think that the World Economic Forum announcing that they're going to up there with this very fraudulent. It's the opposite uh, center for combating digital hate and and all of their 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 services all over the world, um, mainly funded by Gates and uh, Soros and others. But um, they're going to step up their their censorship their AI thing, it just happened to you, but it's happening to tons of people that they're getting, they're going back in history. And and you, uh, YouTube, who's owned by Alphabet and Google, is very in bed with the World Economic Forum. And Wojcicki was there in 2022 at the meeting, which we'll talk about somebody else who was there, which is very scary. She said, they're gonna up it. They're gonna, they're gonna shut off dissenting voices worldwide uh, heading into the midterms. And uh, and it's starting. And um, that's why, to me, they're scared. Why are they silencing people? Klaus Schwab put out a whole statement backed up by the very fraudulent and, and, and forthright-run UN saying that um, misinformation and disinformation, according to them, because they don't want <laughs> information out, um, is, is the biggest threat. And they want to step up the AI and human surveillance of the internet to shut down all dissenting opinions. I happen to think that they're very unhappy with Truth Social 
and Rumble and all of these uh, platforms that they can't control and that this is what this next phase is about. I'm sure they're putting pressure on the cloud servers and, you know, uh, Amazon is a big deal with the government with the cloud. And we saw it this morning. Um, Elon Musk is, is, you know, praising the CCP's uh, censor, censorship. And, Wait, and Elon Musk was? Today, yeah. And I, well, I, 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 don't I, I had to ask you earlier about this uh, a few months ago, Mel. Uh, do you believe he's on the dark side or or what what are yours? I think he's a wild card. Uh, what I do think is that you don't become the richest person in the world by being all good and okay. not in this world. <laughs> so, okay. so, you know, I just, uh, you know, I, what I say about everyone is the same thing. Everyone has the good, good and bad. Everyone has the dark and light. Everyone's oh, going to prove it over time. You know, count discounting anyone right now is is to your own detriment. Because there are, there are a lot of people out there that, you know, Alex Jones is one person. You can say whatever you want about Alex Jones. He has woken up millions and millions of people. And a lot of what that he's he has, out there, that true. he has. And for you years, know, it's called tinfoil hat. And now we know yeah, that a Johnny, lot of it was Johnny true. Enlo, Johnny Enlo and I talked about him. And I said, man, maybe he's going to turn out to be, we're going to look back and say he was a herald sent from God to really tell us. You know, I mean, I always yeah. thought he must be you know, a, a bit of a, a crazy, but you ha- kind of have to be crazy in a sense of, I don't care what anybody thinks. I'm right. going to tell the truth. And then he gets himself in trouble once in a while <laughs> by over postulating what, what something might happen. But yeah. I think the last I heard, he, he now owes $49 million uh, yeah. dollars because of a court case. But I think we better listen to him when he talks. Yeah, I agree. And uh, and like I say about all of these people, sometimes people bring up that General Flynn was a, underneath Obama. But it doesn't matter. What's happened to a lot of these people, including Bannon and and people that were, were shut down and destroyed by the same people before, like Glenn Beck or O'Reilly, or they, all these people were silenced and shut up by the same exact group of billionaires and trillionaires that are mm. trying to control the world and at the same time they need to control the narrative or unmask which i believe will happen we're going to reject them and we're going to turn closer back to uh the founding and god and truth and privacy and which we'll talk about today and all of this stuff but um you know we have to really look at the fact that why are they who are they censoring and why because if you start digging in and doing your own research and a lot of people uh, really find my resource page at the Mel K Show helpful because it's a good place to do yeah. your own research. But I have to tell you, uh, a lot of stuff, there's little pieces everywhere that you can glean from anyone that that you, you feel is giving information to the best of their ability. And I think if you put together the dots, different people have different information and it can all be used to build a foundation for you, the person seeing this right now, to go out there with facts and truth that cannot be debated facts are facts still yeah, in america totally whether they true. don't want it to be and well, I uh, noticed, that's how we win and, and i notice on our list you know we've been having fun you got a good <laughs> uh, list of things that you do want to cover i want to make sure i don't stop you from doing that but um starting with the es with the first thing on my list is the esg score people don't know what that is yet right it's really important I, that you, they do know what it is because it's coming everywhere and it's probably if you have a pension through you know, fidelity. I'm sure you see if you look at your bank or whatever, you're going to see this new. First of all, it's based on manipulated data uh, that was paid for by the people that benefit from the ESG score model, which is the social credit score 
of CCP China, created by the same exact people that are involved in that, but they're putting it out there as um, environmental social governance. The the ar architect, uh, it's coming from the World Economic Forum first and foremost, and, and their board. But the most important thing to know is that Larry Fink of BlackRock is the, he's also, he's not only the CEO of BlackRock, which I don't understand uh, how they have the kind of power they do in America. And we're, we're supposed to believe this is a free country. Right. If that, that behemoth is running basically all of our banking and, and is all over the Biden administration and seems to have a big part in the controlled demolition of our economy while also having the only um, office, uh, American, you know, investment fund in China, Chinese communist uh, CCP China. So it's very bizarre. But uh, this guy, Larry Fink, is on the board of the World Economic Forum, the architect of the ESG score. Uh, one of the biggest proponents of the Great Reset and the Agenda 2030. And uh, it is all based on, some, which is at the end of the day, the Build Back Better bill and all they're doing with the ESG score. And now they want, they just passed this. This is such a violation. Anyone who has anyone that voted uh, for the Inflation Reduction Act, which is a total fraud, it's the Build Back Better bill of the G20 uh, that the World Economic Forum are the overlords for. Uh, you can't have that person working in your state, but um, locally too, we got to talk about local, but you know, I have to say, so basically these people came up with through modeling and statistics and manipulation from the same people that gave us all the same BS with, uh, with COVID, uh, all this climate stuff. It started with Rockefeller and the club of Rome. It, it got uh, really solidified into our lives with Gore and Clinton and Obama was oddly involved in that too, with the carbon credit model, which is a money-making scheme. Anyway, the truth is, and like I said, most people know that there's a lot of problems with pollution and uh, and not clean water and countries having their money and resources diverted elsewhere so that their country stays in perpetual forever poverty and desperation while these billionaires make gazillions of dollars. But um, all of this goes back to the private-public partnership and the um, Great Reset folk and the big business, uh, big banks that are running all of this all over the world, including our government right now, and what what they're going to do with the ESG score. And, and, and people need to look it up, look at who's behind it and who benefits, because um, what they're what they're putting into place is something based on fraudulent that CO2 is somehow. <laughs> is Can somehow I ask you, you know, to, to make it simplistic for even me, uh, you said it's something social what was it? Environmental social governance score. And it's basically, a, it's, it's like a credit rating. We all understand right. credit rating. Is it going to affect us personally? Like we won't be able to get a loan unless we have right. a credit rating right. on the environment. Right. And okay. your social justice. And social part. justice. Yeah. By their, by their definition, not right. ours. Right. And they'll be able to tax you. They'll be able to fine you. There's There's something coming up where they... They're, they're implementing the World Economic Forum and all these same people behind the ESG score want to Im implement a carbon footprint uh, that is attached to your bank account, which it would be attached Gee. to the ESG score, which would be attached to the ESG score is connected to the central bank and the central bank digital currency and the World Health Organization and their track and trace. So they want to put all of this into one box. So if we drive our car too much, it, right. they can affect our bank account. 
Yes. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button to become a partner today. And it's not just that. It's also how much... So something else is happening where they're deciding that if you eat meat, of course, all the people that are against eating meat, which has been around since, you know, Adam and right. Eve. Yes. <laughs> but all the, they're also all invested in, in the silicon based and, and the, you know, GMO and the lab created meat beyond meat, you know, and, and Bill yeah. Gates, the big meat thing. It's not about carbon. It's not about any of that. It's about consolidating power and the wealthy yeah. having everything and us having very little. The universal basic income is part of the central bank digital currency long game. But so is the ESG score. It's like your, your real credit score right now. You know, something happens and the banks are very, you know, somehow these three authorities got put in, uh, TransUnion and the two others. And you could have done something or you might not have done something. You might have had your identity stolen and your, your credit score goes down. And it takes so much work and effort to straighten that out. And then no matter if it's right or wrong, it follows you for seven years and there's like nothing you can do. And this is this has destroyed many lives, even when it's a, a mistake. Uh, it's very hard. Well, all three of them have also already announced that they're going to be adopting the ESG social credit score. So that'll go with uh, if you if if at this what they want to do, which which I'll talk about in a second, is um, they announced it at uh, at the at the World Economic Forum uh, 2020. Actually, Al Gore announced something called Climate Trace you know, to protect the environment, of course. So, you know, they'll judge it on um, how much you're driving. And at some point you won't be able to use your central bank digital currency health pass card. That's all going to be digital and connected to you and tra tracking and tracing you in every way I'll get into in a second, but they will, st you won't be able to drive. 2025, Joe Biden put in something in the uh, CARES Act that all cars, oh no, in the Infrastructure Act, will have to have a kill switch. Who's oh, controlling man. the kill switch, you know? And Noah Harari has said many times, I'm sure Clay will bring it up on the show. He has a video of it where he says that the future of credit scores will be decided by an AI and that you'll get turned down for a loan or for, you know, a small business to start a, like permits or licenses or buying a gun or you know, buying land, buying property, traveling. It's all going to be track and traced and surveilled. And this behemoth that is connected to the central bank and the World Economic Forum somehow thinks that they're going to control what you can do in our country in real time. And our government has no say. And that's where they've set us up right now, because that's why I'm saying Fink and, and is, is, I believe, is the because uh, he's the World Economic Forum. Great reset. ESG guy. He's running BlackRock, which owns everything in our country, basically. And yeah. Conventions. Yeah. And a lot of his guys are in the in the O'Biden White House at the top of the economy, taking it down. The people that showed up in Glasgow, Kerry, Janet Yellen, Al Gore, they all stand to benefit from from all of this stuff. And everything and in that Build Back Better bill are contracts and unproven science to clean the environment that will go through all of the companies tied to the World Economic Forum are partners so everything that they're proposing to clean up the environment will pro I'm seeing numbers numbers that say that the public private partnership connected to the World Economic Forum and and all their partners IMF will will make these elitists in Davos about 130 trillion dollars without any proof 
that it's going to help the environment. And none right? of these, yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. None of these people care anything about the environment, nor your carbon footprint, nor social justice. They don't really care about that. They, they don't care about that at all. This is only a power, a way to take yeah. power over you. And they're going to yeah. have to, um, Mel, they're going to have to somehow circumvent the constitution in order for this to well that's what they're that's what they've already done what it is is that they've gone and this is what fink called going direct so what they've already done is they've built a public private stakeholder capital partnership that is above our all of our governments and those are who are dictating to the puppets in dc right now that all pretty much need to go is uh is what's happening our government is executing the wishes of this billionaire trillionaire class of Davos elitists that will make money, tremendous billions and trillions of trillions of dollars off of all of their proposed, um, you gotta go through some of this stuff. All of these things are contracts and studies and grants. You know, this is $700 billion in this bill of new taxes on us to give to them to solve the environment issues that they are causing. Because the two biggest things to cause anything in this environment but negative are war, which they have been perpetually at war. You know, I laugh about the UN. The UN was put there by Rockefeller, of course, and Kissinger to end war, right? A war's got a million times worse. The UN, everything the UN said that it was for has gone the opposite direction and on steroids. Um, and all this stuff, you know, they came out and said the Human Rights Council at the UN just a few days ago condemned America. And I'm like, yeah, who's on the Human Rights Council? Iran, Venezuela, oh. you know, uh, it's all a farce and we got to stop paying for it. And, and that's really what this is about. I do know that there's a bunch of uh, governors and everyone should call their governors, their local politicians, all of that, and tell them this ESG score is unacceptable in America. This is not based on anything real. It is based on the Fink and his friends at the Davos World Economic Forum and the banking cabal saying, these are new rules for you so that you pay us. Yellen's putting in and they put in a 15% tax on all businesses related to climate. No, no, no. People are being told that it's only on the big businesses. Not true. It's going to be on every business. The 87,000 new IRS agents, I posture to say, looking at all the evidence that their goal is going to be to enforce the ESG score as the new new credit system, because it is, I think people noticed and then freaked out a little when the IRS said that you had to, last year, they said you had to get your facial recognition and a new like IRS ID to file your taxes. And a lot of people also signed up for this, you know, program through the IRS that uh, to get their PPP money. So what I think is what we're dealing with now is a tremendous violation. It's like um, what uh, um, Ben Franklin says. Uh, I want to say it right because it's, it's pro very profound right now. Ben Franklin said any society that will give up a little liberty to gain a little security will deserve neither and lose both. And uh, that's what they're telling us. You have to download these apps. You have to be track and traced. You have to watch your carbon footprint. All of it, all of it, all of it is about power being given to these people to control every aspect of humanity. Because these people, when they talk behind our backs at their elitist events, they talk in terms of humanity, humans, God, uh, God's people, the planet being a problem. You know, a problem that they somehow 
have decided that they are solving with or without our consent. And that's why I know it. What I do, I, there's, there's a couple things. I want people to be very aware. I understand what happened with uh, Facebook and Twitter. I mean, I, I was involved in the beginning. I remember when Facebook, I remember when it came out. I liked a lot, the world a lot more before. So yeah, so, yeah. But you don't realize at first. You think you're like, oh, my God, you're connecting with your high school friends or your college friends or, you know, you're keeping track of your family's birthdays and stuff. What people don't know is that DARPA uh, funded the, the Facebook story that we were told by Hollywood is not the truth. And uh, neither is the Facebook story we were to, or the, the Hollywood story of Google and, and Sergey Brin and them. Not the truth. Our, our DOD and our DARPA, which is the, the um, which is the bad, like the AI, they do, they handle all the AI and all of that. Very involved in the creation of these. There was something called LifeLog. People should look up. The day LifeLog went down, which was funded by NQTEL and DARPA and Department of Defense, is the same day Facebook came online. And that was to track and trace you. Everyone knows about the disclosures. By that whole, I, I watched that movie about Facebook. I love that movie about Facebook. It was all a lie. It was a yeah, whole lie. It's all a lie. It's all a lie. But that's okay. But people are addicted to it now. But we're at a place where um, these guys don't care when they get in trouble and have to pay. But um, we're in on this planet. It used to be oil was like the currency, most important currency. And they're destroying that so that they, and don't forget BlackRock and all of them, they really invest in all of the fossil fuels that they're trying to make us all give up. So look at that too. But um, oil is no longer the most lucrative commodity. It's now our data. So what's really happening is you have to look at TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, ByteDance, and TikTok and ByteDance are both CCP owned uh, and track and trace. But these apps, once you download them, they have malware and other other stuff in them that basically on whatever device you're on, they start mining your device for data. And it, there's been lawsuits and people know this, but one app enables the developer, it says, to collect over 5,000 highly confidential data points associated with the end user's personal life, information, business information, medical information, legal information, employment, and they do that with surveillance and data mining that we are allowing every time we go on that website. Basically. So, and they may or may not say it, but you know, every time you load an app like Facebook, right? It says, "Do you agree to this?" And they have reams and reams of agreement. <laughs> Everyone just says yes. It's probably all in there. Yeah, but you just agreed to it because. You have no other alternative because you can't understand legalese anyway. All right. Right. And at this point, people don't want out of, they let, they're addicted. Part yeah. of the whole thing was to addict people to giving the personal information willingly because we would never have given it over if it wasn't a slow boil, like the, like the frog yeah. analogy, but that the, they were the older people, like the Kissingers, the people that are dying off that really constructed what we're dealing with now with the great reset and the one world government finally saying we have to move now or we're going to lose everything. And I get it. They're billionaires and trillionaires who, you know, if, if, if they, if we, the people win, uh, a lot of these people will be going to prison and will be found out because the amount of theft of taxpayer dollars that have gone into their pockets uh, is, is outrageous. But you know, that is part of this. There is a, 
this was also created by the military and other other groups and all the way back to Operation Paperclip MK Ultra. But part of this is about behavior modification. So the ESG score, which would be connected to the central bank digital currency, which we must reject in America, mm-hmm. call your politicians. States can reject the ESG score. And I believe Texas and um, a bunch of states, even even a couple of blue states. I know Florida is now talking about it, Arizona. A lot of these states are saying we're not going to it's not constitutional. The ESG score is not going to be used in our state if you want to do business in our state. You're going to keep the banking industry separate from your woke goals, which is all it is, that are being um, demanded by Fink and, and all the bankers of everyone on this co- in this country. And a lot of our politicians have signed on and we need to know, you know, are they benefiting financially from from selling us, uh, we the people out? Because the track and trace surveillance, we did a show on the smart city technology. That's local. You should be looking at what contracts your mayor your your city council your local politicians have entered into that have to do with surveillance track and trace uh smart city technology because right now we're looking at and it's the same people at the all of this stuff connects back to the world economic forum folks it really does you just got to go to their public private partnership page and anyone you're going to see involved in this it's behavior modification you know they, they have a eugenics plan to get rid of as many people but then they need to control the ones left. And uh, this is the beginning of it. And, um, you know, I just want people to be aware and reject it at every turn. If you have apps on your phone that you don't use, I would delete them. You know, I mean, at this point, we you don't know because the, your data is not safe. And when I say your data, I mean, where you live, what your kids' names are, where they go to school. I mean, it's so crazy. It turns out that this new global biometrics technology that Harari also says was we agreed to allow ourselves to be tracked, traced, and surveilled when COVID came because a lot of people were duped into downloading track and trace apps um, that really are connected to these same people. And it was all about this. It was about engineering us and, um, and, and behavior modification. And so what we're looking at now is in 2022, the biometric technology market, which most of these companies are World Economic Forum partners, uh, was worth $49 billion, 2022. They're saying by 2027, it'll be worth $102 billion. And uh, that's mainly because um, they're starting to integrate uh, biometric data, your track and trace data, all of your information, your ESG score, what you spend your money on is now being tracked and traced already. And then they want to put it into the internet of things and through your smartphone. So you know, there's a lot of people in on this and what they're saying on the other side, because the financial model for them is failing. So they need to take us all down so that we don't notice that what they've done for the last hundred years, but certainly the last 20 and uh, get away with it. And then they reset the financial. They tell us this is what's in your digital currency, you know, bank account. And, and, you know, you have no say, and we can't let that happen, but we do have, um, a privacy problem because now this market, which is all integrated with everything I'm talking about, they're really, they're upping it on wearable devices. I know everyone, there's millions or hundreds of millions of people over the Apple watch or Fitbit or whatever. They're selling your information, like not selling, they're, they're harvesting, they're making dossiers on every person that has any of this stuff. And they're, they're a small group again, but this is all to get us into this 
one world government controlled track and trace surveillance system. And so the Apple Watch is even part of that. I I yeah. had a I'm not going to name the name, but I have a had a prophet tell me on the phone um, the other day that he was hacked during one of his services by a bad by one of the black hats. He was hacked. Yeah. On his watch. Right. On his Apple Watch. Right. And so he finally let a, let the battery die and, and and abandoned it. I have an Apple Watch. I'm, yeah. I, I guess I'm going to have to do the same thing. Well, we're going to have to start realizing we didn't need this stuff before they started brainwashing no. us that we did. No. And life actually was a lot better because what what this ends up being is a prison. We will lose all. I do not believe they win here. God's not going to let Good. our inalienable rights of all humans on planet earth to be usurped by a small group of greedy megalomaniac yeah. elitists who decided that they get to control all of us, but they're in on it and, and they're in on it for financial gain and power. And a lot of them can't get out. Cause this guy, one of the, one of the worst that's involved here is the guy uh, from Pfizer who just, <laughs> who just after two, two shots and, and two boosters claims to have gotten COVID this morning, this guy made a fortune Borla. But listen, he's at the World Economic Forum. He says, with glee, very happy, that the FDA, which needs to be gutted and, and mm -hmm. rebuilt, totally. um, has, has approved a chip that is in a tablet. And once you take the tablet and it dissolves in your stomach, it sends a signal back that you took the tablet, he says. So imagine the implications of that, the compliance of it. It's amazing, you know? And, and what? Who's Who's getting this? You have who, to just start thinking, who's getting my data? Who's checking if I took I mean, pill? this is this is absolutely the constitution itself says it speaks against unreasonable search and seizure, right. and that's both. That's both. <laughs> no, it's crazy. That that's why we have to we have to keep I think mocking them a little bit is a good thing. That's what yeah, Clay's great yeah, at. But yeah. I have to say, like also your smartphone. So right now, biometric data, which is all of your data. Anything that they can get off of your phone, anything, is an $18 billion a year business. They're saying by 2025, $75 billion a year business. Who's making that money? That money is going to the public-private partnership in, of the Davos and banking crew to take even more control over humanity. We will, if they pull this off, which again, I do not believe they will because too many people know it, but um, this is going all the way because... Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok, uh, they've all been sued for this, for taking data and using it and giving yeah. it to other people, but they don't care. The worst of the worst is TikTok. I've never why been you, on it. And why do you say they don't care? Because they have enough money? Is that, what, yeah. is that why they don't care? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've talked to a lot of pharmaceutical people that say that, um, you know, the pharmaceutical companies, first of all, a lot of them have immunity, but on top of that, they make so much money that they don't care when they get sued. They have a whole fund for everything that they know that's dangerous, that they might get sued for. They go through it with analysts and decide if it's worth putting the drug out, regardless of negative side effects or even death, mm -hmm. because financially. So, you know, and, and they have funds that if and when anything happens, negative, whatever. They'll go to court and they'll uh, win. You know, I was told that a, a number of years ago, when you pay a certain amount at a pharmacy, all lawsuits are already factored into that price. Right, Every exactly. potential exactly. future lawsuit is already factored into the price you pay for that pill. 
Exactly. And that's what I'm talking about. But these tech people are doing the same thing. So when they get sued or anything happens, which we sh- a lot of us should be doing that. There sh- I wish there were more. I, I yeah. know a bunch of lawyers that are taking this on. I have one great one. Uh, Bobby and Cox in New York took it on uh, pro bono. Tom Renz is a whole team. We need more lawyers or people that have law degrees or even are interested in working together. We need to start suing these people in mass yeah. and getting l- judgments, laws on the books to stop this stuff. Um, it looks like uh, 15 attorney generals are going to be f- uh, filing legislation against the ESG score, but we should also have people filing legislation against the collection of our data in mass. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button. Um, because the other thing that's happening is Chrome and Microsoft Edge, the, you know, they dominate 72% right. of the entire market. They've gotten in a lot of trouble, too, for sharing our data. Google had to pay $100 million to settle a class action lawsuit on facial recognition and uh, identifying people on photos and videos. You see it sometimes, you'll, you'll put a photo on like Facebook and it'll like do the face and it'll show the name of the person underneath it. And you're thinking, how do they know that that's that person? Cause they know, cause that's what they're doing. And um, Amazon is a big one. Like I told you, IRS was trying to get everyone if they wanted to file their taxes last year, but now that they have their militarized army, you know, supposedly I, we got to stop that too. So they wanted everyone to sign up for something called ID.me through IRS, which is developed by them, to collect all of your biometric data just to file your taxes and get your your money during the COVID assistant program at the IRS website. And billions, probably millions at least in America, but worldwide are falling for this remote learning, remote schooling during COVID. Now they're trying to do it full time. We're going to see a bunch of stuff again. You got to reject it because I'm telling you right now that they are surveilling your children. They are taking all kinds of data on every child and creating dossiers on on your kids that will be used in the fourth industrial revolution and the track and trace surveillance. And then in the predictive program, predictive policing, uh, the school emergency summit. So a lot of things that they're doing in, in these schools is not only facial recognition, but they're tracking your kids uh, your, through their facial recognition and through the online, especially if it's Zoom school or um, Google school or any of that. They're also tracking emotions. They're tracking all kinds of things that you would never allow. That goes along with the social emotional learning, which is just mind control manipulation and weeding out you know, the, the strongest among us, basically, if they don't comply. But um, they're they're taking your data of your children, and even the Guardian, who gets three hundred thousand or something or millions of dollars from all the same people, including uh, a big donor of the Guardian, is Bill Gates, who also benefits from this technology. Remember, he's Common Core, so he has a lot to do with the online learning. Well, they're selling stuff: the facial recognition, fingerprints of your kids, you know, all this different data that like religion. Uh, where they like what they do with their free time, what games they play. They're they're once they're in, they're in, and and they got all this information. And you know, in China right now, robots analyze students' health and engagement levels uh, in China already. And it's the same people at the World Economic Forum who were involved in the track and trace in China. Students wear uniforms with chips that track their location and their biometric data. Um, also monitor how much. Uh, students check their phone, play games, all the way to yawning in class. Jeez. 
And that's already in China. And it's the same tech companies that are, are aligned kind of in America and at work. Everyone's being told. And again, they did a lot of this under COVID about protecting us or, you know, or under the Patriot Act, which I think should be looked at and probably uh, yeah. destroyed. But um, the Patriot Act, too. But a lot of workplaces, there's probably millions of people watching your show right now that they have had to allow the the company they work for to have access to their social media, to their online, to mm. all of that. Or they have apps with the company or apps with the insurance company that the company works with. Or they track their 401k online. Whatever it is, there is. this is about privacy that we deserve as human beings on planet Earth. It is none of their business as long as you're not breaking the law right. or hurting anyone else and living it within the confines of the Bill of Rights and respecting it for yourself and others. And you're following the rule of law, the Constitution, and you're following natural law and God's law because... They've made up something called human rights. There are no human rights. There are inalienable rights that That's all good. men are created equal that we yeah. have. When you hear human rights, it's like George Soros's open society. It's like, well, who decided on these human rights? Yeah. And who controls the enforcement of them? And you know, just to just so that people people need to just look everywhere at where they are, they can eliminate some of this stuff. Like there's also something like people are now saying, do not sleep with your cell phone in your room or there's Faraday bags that you can put in your phone. And it, it, it the, all of it, none of it will affect you because there's these phones, even the guy from Alibaba said like, they're going to track and trace everyone and their carbon footprint, which is totally made up science. And, and then they're, you're going to be persecuted or penalized or whatever from this stuff too, and uh, our government's not stepping up. They've tried a couple times, but this is also going on um, with now they want to do a bank card that is tracking your carbon at the same time as being your ATM card and, uh, uh, and would track everything with. This is unbelievable. Yeah. You know? I mean, it, this goes on and on, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it does. It does. To... Homeland Security is talking about under Biden, and nobody's paying attention because these bills. Even Pelosi says it. The bills are 2,000 pages long. They're not reading them. They're already, they're owned, bought, and paid for by the bankers and the global, you know, globalists. So they're not reading the bills. They don't care about you and me and and, and we the people or their constituents at this point. But uh, the uh, Biden Department of Homeland Security has opened our border wide open to destroy our country and make it less safe and the drugs and, and everything is off the charts. Well, they're planning to have biometric scanners for all U.S. In, and international flights, but also uh, in 2022, they deployed something called the TSA, also another agency that's, you know, not constitutional. Um, they phased a rollout of digital IDs with a scanning device that displays the passenger's biometric match and digital ID auth authentication results that they hope to uh, have in all, um, to travel anywhere. And, and it's going to, connect to your ESG score and your World Health Organization records. It's just and, stop. and they uh, say that is... they, their lie is that it's for convenience. It's for the public good. It's for the safety. No, it's not. It's for them to control you and totally manipulate you. They're also, even in America, mobile driver's licenses that are connected, that are through your digital wallet on your phone. Again, connected, connected, connected. And track and trace. And um, we just have to be really, really uh, aware that this is the goal. 
it's 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 a digital slavery called the fourth industrial revolution and connects everyone to the grid or the internet of things and if you're not connected to it you're going to end up like the Uyghurs in China if they have their way because you're a dissent you're a, you're a dissident you're a, you're a problem you're a subversive human like they say in their crazy talks and uh, it's also important that people realize Al Gore announced something called Climate Trace at uh, the World Economic Forum uh, meeting 2022. Al Gore is very involved. He's made a fortune off of uh, his, his nonsense about the climate. Everything he said when he started this hasn't come true. But him and, um, and Clinton were behind and Obama were behind the um, credit, the, the fraud. That is the uh, credit. Um, I mean, a uh, carbon credit market. Yeah. But um, I do need people to know they should look up something called climate trace because that's so how how Al Gore describes it. He says, I have. So he says, um, because of the responsibility of government to make structural changes in the economy to combat climate change. uh, He says, I have good news on that front. We are about to enter an age of radical transparency. Listen to this. I have been among those who have formed, he's been among them with the billionaires and trillionaires in Davos where he's talking to them. I've been among those who have formed a new coalition called Climate Trace, tracking real-time atmospheric carbon emissions, according to them. It's a coalition of artificial intelligence technology companies, non-government organizations like Open Society uh, and, uh, and Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, uh, universities using data from 300 existing satellites from multiple countries, ground, air, sea, base mm. sensors, internet data streams, and the use of machine learning to create algorithms for every single subsector of the economy. Uh, the project aims to replace the current self-reporting system of greenhouse gas emissions by countries, companies, and individuals to hit net zero goals by publishing reports of climate offenders so that countries, companies, and individuals can be held accountable. The Google-backed AI algorithm used by Climate Trace appears to lay the groundwork for enforcing ESG initiatives heavily pushed by financial uh, behemoths like BlackRock and other international banking and, uh, and public-private partnership multinational corporations tied to the World Economic Forum who would like a social credit score across the board. And uh, look, so that's where we are right now. And that's where they're headed. And that's where they're going. State Street, BlackRock, Vanguard, very involved. MasterCard, very involved. Um, IBM involved. Google. Don't forget, Eric Schmidt and Google China helped create the Chinese social credit score. And those people are living in a full-time track and trace surveilled prison in China. And a lot of people in China that are really brainwashed by the CCP are okay with it. Nobody should be okay with the government watching you 24-7, watching your kids. What You know, they're, they're also, they're, this is all connected to your smart meter in your house. And, and really, where we what do are. You mean, what do you mean smart meter in, in your house? What do you mean? So right now, they've been going around the country. You have to kind of pay attention to what's been going on. I'm sure a lot of people all over America had had the uh, Con Ed or somebody knock at their door and say, we're upgrading your, you know, your fuse box or you were upgrading your your meter outside for gas okay. or electricity or whatever well they're connecting them to the to the internet you know they're connecting them to the track and trace surveillance system that most of our local governments especially mayors were very targeted by the world economic forum and the open society and others your mayor you got to look in your local community 
and see what smart technology that connects then to these track and trace people at the Davos, your own local government got involved with because there are contracts all over this country in every locality tied to the smart city track and trace surveillance model that will be used to fully enslave humanity to do as these elitists say and uh, go with the fraudulent agenda 2030, make them trillions of dollars and have us all eventually, because some of this stuff is predictive in terms of not just will you not be able to get loans and stuff, but there's predictive policing nonsense in this too, uh, where they're going to uh, analyze through AI. So this isn't even like real people. You know, when you call somewhere now, I, I, I don't want to do business with anyone that doesn't have a human that answers the phone. But as we know, many right, are AI. Right. You think you're talking to a person, but throw them a, a curveball and you're going to realize it's an AI bot. But um, the problem is, that they're, they're really going forward with this. And we, the people, are being so distracted, especially by the fraudulent media, that we're not really realizing that we're giving away slowly but surely every ounce of privacy that we deserve. Nobody knows. Nobody should know what's happening behind closed doors in right. your house, in your car, at work, with your friends out to dinner. But right now you're being traced in every single way. And and the people have to stand up and, and our governments have to our, our officials, the ones that last after 2021, uh, uh, 2022, ha we have to make sure that the people that you're voting for are against all of this. These people in Davos or the UN, they have no authority over, over any American citizen. They don't. How do and you suggest people, when they call their se senators or congressmen or mayors, what do we want them to be against? Is there a term or a set of terms? Yeah. How, the, the first term is the World Economic Forum and the IMF and the BlackRock created uh, environmental um, social governance scores. I am telling you that BlackRock two years ago, they, remember, they, they run almost they, at the very top, including the New York Times and, and most of Hollywood. They are the biggest shareholders. So we're not talking about the people that work in the office. We're talking about the board of directors and the peop money people above them. They are telling everyone that they have to follow this ESG social credit score nonsense. And if you look at all of your financial institutions and you go to your website, you're going to find on there that they are transitioning to net, net zero, which can't happen or there's no humanity <laughs> or animals yeah, green yeah. on the planet, Yeah, but that they're transitioning through using the ESG social credit score. Ask yourself first things first, who's, who's looking at my data to decide if I'm going to be, if, if my, because another thing that's coming down the pike is that they want to have a carbon footprint, a carbon wallet attached to everyone's bank account. So then they can cut you off even, even at the grocery store it's or so at a restaurant. Wrong. This is happening, and um, and the, the kill switch so on the cars. If we call call our politicians, can we say, "Are you against the social credit score?" ESG. The ESG. You have to say that. ESG. ESG. It environmental social governance. It means that our government is not controlling it. The bankers and Davos people are. So our government is complicit in allowing an outside entity that is private and will profit off of all of this, all of their solutions in the Build Back Better bill, all of their solutions at G COP26 and Glasgow, all the natural asset class is to benefit them financially and to take 
the, this next phase right now that they just signed off on this bill, which God willing, <laughs> you yeah. know, somebody's going to come in there and turn the ship around soon. Yeah. But what they did do is that they basically just did the largest, second largest, in my opinion, to the COVID. They just did, they're doing the biggest right now under this O'Biden regime, money transfer, wealth transfer of the middle class. And honestly, it's not just the middle class. It's going to be people that own businesses that are millionaires in America are going to be included in this. They're going, it's the biggest money transfer ever to these elitists of all time is what, what they're putting in, what they just signed in, what Biden's about to sign with the Fraudulent Inflation Reduction Act. It is the Build Back Better Act by the World Economic Forum that every G20 nation is is going in on. And it basically is the is signaling that our government is no longer uh, for the people, by the people, or working for our best interest. Our government is working towards Agenda 2030, the Great Reset, and uh, the bank and cabal's uh, dictates. And, and, you know, and we have to reject yeah. it. Also, look into your local community, guys. Look at, uh, even if you like your mayor and your city council people and your legislator, look at the things that they've done that have, that are connected to uh, smart cities, smart meters, track and trace surveillance. Right now, it looks like, so at this point, China has the most surveillance cameras because I don't know, wherever people are, I'm in New York City. During the COVID, it already happened, but a lot more technology went up, both underground, we know, in, in trackers all over that were done during the lockdowns, especially in the Times Square area, people saw it, but underneath the ground, but also a lot more cameras were put up, a lot more technology. Another thing, we have these kiosks on every corner in Manhattan right now, all over New York, I think, but definitely here that show ads, usually for something that New York, something with New York right. government. They're watching you. <laughs> they're, they're watching you. There's this track and trace surveillance that we are not agreeing to, and most people don't even realize is there. But uh, it turns out that the um, China, CCP China, has the most track and trace surveillance cameras, 200 million cameras. What? I didn't even know there. Oh yeah, well, gosh. guess how much we have in America? 59 million track and trace cameras all over this country watching us. The question is, who's watching us? Yeah, who's watching? Yeah, and where are you they know? sitting? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, but oh, this man. is the thing. As long as we know, we can reject it because yeah. there's companies you can reject. And and yeah. like I say always, go to the World Economic Forum. Look up their partners. Their partners are all in on this, and their partners are all going to make trillions of dollars if we allow this to go forward. I, I, I saw a Christian leader. This is years ago, so it's not recent. But he said one of the very, very best funds are Vanguard. Well, Vanguard's a black rock. It's hard fund. to tell the difference between them. If you look up the, the I've tried, you look them up. They seem to be connected. I don't they're I don't all, know how they're connected, but they are. And yeah, they they own America. They own everything. And then State Street's the third one. But you have to understand right now, a lot of things are rolling out in other countries that we need to pay attention to. Yeah. In the Netherlands, they're like going full force, like track and trace of all of your groceries and, and remember these are all world economic forum young global leaders which joe biden was honored by klaus schwab as one of his best partners in the last 10 years so uh don't forget that part of it but in um the netherlands they're already doing something where they track everything you buy in terms of the carbon score 
which nobody can figure out who's deciding the carbon score. And if you look at most of them, you're going to see the Bill and Gates Melinda Foundation or the Zuckerberg Chan or the Open Society or one of these giant banking cabals. Also, MasterCard has teamed up, which is Barclays, has teamed up with the World Economic Forum and something called DACONOMY and uh, to trace your your um, climate impact and have innovative climate action, new credit card limits when you spend too much climate, I mean, spend too much car- carbon credit for, for me and you, you know, and this is also obviously backed always by the UN because the UN is being run by, doesn't even yeah. deny it that yeah. they're being run by the CCP and the World Economic Forum. In, in a, a Dutch guy put up in, um, in menus over there already, they have like one side is the food, like no, normal meat and beef and buffalo wings and all the things we love. The other side is all fake meat. And, and those choices, one side's way more expensive be, and it has all their credit. It's they're saying that that food is more expensive because of the carbon, that carbon credit amount. The other side's all fake meat that's funded by the same people that are pushing the carbon credit. And it's like half the price. <laughs> I took, I mean, when I was doing. in college, I took organic chemistry. Right. And the one thing you learn is that everything has carbon in it. Every single Thing. including us <laughs> yes we we're full of carbon everything has carbon and so this whole net zero thing is you can't have if you have one breathing person on the earth he's right. he's not net carbon you know yeah, and all this stuff has been debunked honestly there's there, you can see it everywhere but it doesn't matter to them and that's why look the next thing that's going to happen folks everything that happened you know you and i are both know these people but i i was i God rest his soul. Dr. Z was a friend of mine and uh, on my show a lot. And uh, Simone Gold, who happens to be in somehow, she's not only a doctor, but she's also a lawyer of both Ivy League schools, has worked wow. all these years. Wow. Yeah, with um, with patients and, and low income and all that. But she was there on January 6th, supposed to speak. They threw this woman in jail, which should be the most disturbing thing. She's just such a good person. Um, but I will tell you that all of these people um, that we're talking about, all these doctors, they were put on a list by the, the fraudulently named Center for Countering Digital Hate, Soros and, uh, and, and uh, all these people. It, it's so ridiculous at this point. Soros and Gates have another one, too, that's an international fact checkers, you know, and they benefit from all of the lies and fact checking. But um, they, uh, they really have gotten to a place where their next thing, their next move, is uh, so they did that with all the doctors. So all the doctors that were coming out and saying there's there's therapeutics, people shouldn't have to Malone, you know, Dr. Malone, Dr. McCullough, other Dr. McCullough, all these people, Northrop, all these people that got put on a list, including RFK Jr. by the Center for Countering Digital Hate for giving out false information about COVID that we now all know is true. Mm-hmm. Um, they're starting the same kind of list for people that are climate deniers. So. Uh, they are going full effect. Same thing. It's the same. It's going to be the same pattern as COVID. It's going to be the same people that benefit off COVID are going to benefit off of this, and we got to reject it. Well, Listen, anyone, if we don't, if we don't go along with it, they can't yeah, win. Yeah. If if the masses refuse, it's like we started with the masks. We started refusing masks. We started refusing vaccines. If if the masses refuse right. this, they can't win. And that, right. and now, if anyone has ever wondered why we're praying for Trump to come back, <laughs> even before 2024, that's one of the big ones, you know. And, yeah. You know, but he's he can't do it alone. He has to have the masses behind him, and he he 
quite frankly, he does have the masses. I think but he we does need too. to be even more intense about the things that we're doing. Robin right. Bullock was talking about that the other day. God was saying, if you don't, if you don't do what you're supposed to do, you're going to lose. Everyone has something in their hand. You know, yeah. God said to Moses, what is that in your hand? He had a rod. Right. And so God said, okay, I'll use that. If you are an influencer, if you are a person that people listen to, that's your rod. Right. And you need to be using it right now. This is not the time to say, well, I don't want to offend anyone. Offend people if you have to. <laughs> This is not yeah. the time to say, I don't want to offend anyone. That's not who I am. It better be who you are because we need to stand up and be counted. That, at least that's, yeah. that's my opinion. I agree 100%. And, and, you know, it's funny. I, I'm glad you said that because we got we to gotta figure out how to do something I think is really important right now, which is about 35 to 40% of Americans have nothing to do with the, with the political system. They don't vote. They, they think it's all corrupt. They live their lives the way they see fit. They um, like I was driving up to upstate for this great event and I passed a lot of Amish and I'm thinking we need them. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. need them because they're going to get hurt by all of this, too, especially them. They're already persecuting them. They're going to take all the land, which is why CCP and Bill Gates and the federal government owns 22 percent of this land in this country that we are not allowed on. What is that land being used for and, and why? And they talk about about overpopulation. It's completely the, a fraudulent argument, but also. Why is all this land not being used? Why is all our manufacturing? Even Jamie Dimon, who runs uh, Chase, came out today and said, like, Americans aren't productive and have gotten lazy. I mean, by design, they created yeah. it. But we got to we got to take back one step at our country on the on the very fundamental levels. But what we also need to do is to start reaching out to people that don't aren't in our eco chamber that aren't. Right on our side because i also believe that the sides aren't what they were there's no left and right i don't think right no, now we're republican not anymore. Or Democrat. Not anymore. Not. and even on the other side if you are a republican and you look at the rnc and i tell you i toured with a lot of a lot of and had on a lot of people that ran that really love god and country and were newcomers and would have made big changes the rnc didn't want anyone that would ruin the status quo, which I believe is a lot of money laundering and contracts and all of that. You open the books, somebody that would come in and do that is a threat. But you have to understand it's happening on the other side, too. So you really have to stop looking at people as like they're a liberal, they're a Democrat, they're a Republican, they're a conservative, they're a Trump person. They're nobody's a Biden person, but they think that they're a George Soros globalist. But then get it. That's not what's going on, because the the far extreme of the Democratic Party, the progressive socialists. There's a lot of Democrats that feel like like they're Democrats, but they're orphans in their own party because yeah, yeah. they don't agree with open borders and sexualizing our children and right. and you know and uh, that fentanyl coming through the border unchecked and you know all this stuff that they're doing with the globalism and the Great Reset and the financial stuff and and the bills that they keep passing just insulting us using our money for things that will not help America will not rebuild our country will not benefit us or our children. None of these bills are benefiting us, you know, and, and again, on top of that, we just really have to stay focused and show up and, and go to groups, but really reach out to your friends that have nothing to do with any of this. That's if good. they don't watch Fox News or God forbid CNN or MSNBC or any of that, and, and they don't they don't participate online with, you know, with anything having to do with politics, you know, those are the people that can really change this country right now. Like I said, the Amish, but there's a lot of people like that, especially in rural America. They're feeling the pain right now. That's good. And they're not, they're not, they're not 
in tune with the social media or with the mainstream media or any of that. They just know their lives are getting worse and harder. Our military is being gutted and it's scary. We're having raids on former presidents looking for something without without a specific reason. We're having journalists thrown in jail and, and you know, on kill lists from Ukraine. It, people are feeling it. And, and we really need to get to the people that aren't in that aren't in the political world at all right. by choice and say, we need you. We're, yeah. we're all going totally down. Do. I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll use the name John. If you're a name, you know, there's, there's tons and tons of them, but I'll, I'll say, John, if you're a person and you go, well, I never get involved. Everyone says John never gets involved. Right. And all of a sudden John gets involved. They're going to say, wow, John <laughs> never gets involved. If John's saying this, there right. must be something to it. That right. means you're a person of influence. Right. Okay. And so that's what we need to do. And, and a lot of people have them, especially in their churches and, and yeah. especially in middle America, because they're coming for everyone's property. Okay. Yeah. They're coming for everyone's kids. They're coming for full track, trace, surveillance, behavior control. Uh, they're coming for the, your land, not just your land, all of our land, yeah. all of our natural resources. And the people that live off the grid or are not involved in politics and haven't vote, don't vote, don't care, just want the government to leave them alone, are starting to feel a government that is intruding on their you know, God-given rights and life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness and privacy and ability to raise their kids as they choose. There's There's millions of people out there who aren't involved, don't really know what's going on big picture wise, don't know that our government was usurped, believe that the election wasn't fraudulent, right. believe that, you know, or they don't care, you know, their lives are being affected negatively by the O'Biden regime and they know it and they're going to start waking up. And uh, I think those, if you have friends out there that don't know that you didn't want to bother because, you know, John doesn't care. He doesn't yeah. vote. He thinks it's all BS whatever. Well, John might care if he knows that it's not our government, that our government has been usurped by oligarchy, billionaire, trillionaire elitists that want everything John has and John's right. total compliance. So John at that point might say, well, show me a little more information. Show me where, where this is. And you take them through some of that. A few days from now, John is not happy. It's good. That's good. That's good, Mel. And then John, if he if John's not happy, the people around him are not going to be happy, and he's going right. to start speaking up. And right. And John's change. family is going yeah. to be talking to John's other family. Yeah. And then John's friends that also think the government's, you know, we don't want anything to do with the government. We don't vote. It's all BS is going to start being like, well, maybe I should run for office. Yes. Even if I never had anything to do with it, because the people that did have completely messed up our country and are we're about to like be usurped for good. We can't allow it. I don't think it's going to happen. But do reach out to the people that you think don't want anything to do with it because they're feeling the pain right now. And it, if they rise up and That's it's good. not by it's not partisan. That's good. Then then, you know, then game over for the globalists. Good, good, good. <laughs> Mel Kay, that was awesome. Very, very powerful. Rich and I mean, we we can use this stuff. We can do something with this. So yeah. I really, really, really want to thank you. Tell people uh, where to get your resources and tell people about the Mel Kay show. Anything. Okay, great. Well, um, we put out two shows every day. I, uh, I've, I've evolved over this time. I actually started in a whole different realm about, about trafficking and stuff, but now I do. Uh, a lot with uh, historians filling in pieces. I think we've been very deceived by the victors who wrote a lot of our history 
So I have on historians, professors, um, some influencers like yourself and other people I have on. I, I do a news show once a week where I just say these are the these are the things worldwide, globally, geopolitically that we're not talking about in America that should matter because it's all connected right now. This is a world war. This is a global war. It's an information war. It's a propaganda war. And if we're informed, we're going to know. So I also have at the show.com a free resources page, which I think um, anyone can gain stuff from. I have a list of all the uh, sites I go to every day, but also I have a lot of resources, a lot of the Trump D-class that they're pretending they don't have right now is on there. A Good. lot of um, he got Durham watched by by cash and he's got tons of documents, you know, um, and on that page, I also have my slide that kind of explains where we are in terms of the public private partnership and where our government falls in it and worse, where we fall in it for them. So, you know, if you educate yourself and go over there, there's lots of information on the CDC, FDA. You know, you can look up who's running in your town, make sure that they're not being funded by Zuckerberg Chan, the 1630 Project or uh, Open Society or Bill and Melinda Gates. If they are, they are for the globalist Great Reset and not right. for we the people. And uh, so that resource page, I think, is really helpful. So if you want to go over there, it's free. And uh, and uh, I am trying because I, I never was able to do the I'm very <laughs> I'm very wimpy. So I've never been able to do the. Um, online stuff. I was never able to do Telegram and I, it just didn't work for me. I got kicked off after the uh, January, after the election, <laughs> after really? the election of Twitter. And I haven't found a, a platform. So I am trying to build up Truth Social and I am verified there because there are fake accounts for me everywhere. And I also want people to know I'm not on YouTube. So all those channels are fake. So please go. Uh, if you do watch me Good. on YouTube, subscribe at Rumble. Uh, or my .tv, which is on the website. But I am building Truth Social, and I put I am active on there until I can't, because you can't really get into it. Because once you start getting into it, then a lot of people jump in, and you're like, it's not worth it's not worth it. But I am trying to uh, interact with the with good good patriots on there and put uh, out like four or five news stories a day on Truth Social yeah. that I think you should listen to. You should be reading. Uh, my opinion, it's it, these are dots being connected, and a lot of it shows that we are winning. Like. A lot of companies are starting to come out and realize if they go woke, they're going to go broke. And, yeah. and, and that's yeah. happening, which is great news um, because it's all fraudulent. And uh, and that's it. So if you could follow me, uh, Truth Social, it's Mel K uh, at the Mel K show. And it's verified. So only that one. Yeah, please. look for that check mark that says it's yeah, verified. Those I'm, are not the ones on, that... I'm not. I mean, there's somebody post my shows on telegram but i have never interacted on telegram it didn't work okay. for me it was too much of an onslaught and i didn't just wasn't my thing over there so that's not real if you're following me there and i'm a little bit on gab and getter but i really i'm getting used to uh posting on truth social so check that out and uh and uh it's it's been a pleasure as always Steve. as always absolutely. you are very loved out there i'll tell you that <laughs> everywhere i go you're very kind to say that. I appreciate sure. that a whole lot. God bless you. Uh, quick, uh, let's see. Johnny Enno will be on tomorrow, so do cool. not miss Johnny. He always has good, quick, um, he has good, really immediate revelation that we need for today. So I can't wait to hear it. He is going to report on Greg Phillips. Uh, he had a reveal, okay. yes, on Saturday. Yep. About what's really going on. I haven't heard it, so he's going he's gonna to give us that reveal. Oh, and his, and his take on that. So God right. bless you, everyone. Thank you, Mel. I, I appreciate Thank it you. so much. We love you. you.
See Thank you, you so later. much for all you're doing, Steve. And you have an amazing audience. Everyone out there, be brave, be bold, stand up, do your research, and then tell the truth. Thank you so right, much, good. Steve. Thank bye you. Bye. We'll see you all again tomorrow. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description to become a partner today.